evenighthot.org podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Odd Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. You can find me at odddadoutpodcast.com and at Odd Dad Out on all the social media places. And this is a show where I ramble and rant and empty my brain for your listening pleasure. And I make fun of some bullshit from the news. And sometimes I tell you about movies and podcasts and shit that I've been watching and listening to and shit like that because... I like sharing the things that I'm doing. I mean, isn't that kind of the, the whole gist of the show is just me sharing what I'm doing, whether it's 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 news I read or shit I'm watching or shit I'm doing in the garden. That's 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 what I do. That's that is I just figured it out. It only took me seven and a half years, but I finally figured out what this show is. It's me sharing everything that I'm doing. That's it. Thank you. Good night, folks. We figured it out. The whole point of this show. In in a nutshell, only took seven years to figure it out. <laughs> How you doing, folks? Ah, man, uh, I am beat. I'm tired. It has just been a long, very busy, very productive. La- that's the problem. I've been very productive the last few weeks, just trying to do shit, trying to get to the end of the year and get shit accomplished because there's so much stuff that we haven't gotten done. And so for reasons, I've been trying to finally get around to stuff like the garage renovations that, you know, we talked about and were a euphemism and then became actual garage renovations and kind of sat in the back burner because so much other shit going on. Yeah, well, I kind of need to get on that. And so the last few weeks, and especially since this, this last weekend, I've been really busy and very productive in a, damn it, I'm doing so much, I'm just tired sort of way. Um, we've been doing a lot of, you know, and, and it's not just like, you know, garage renovation stuff. And I'll get, I, I will get to all of it. It's a lot. But it's stuff like we're trying to be more um, fiscally responsible, um, you know, being a little more, uh, been tightening the belt, you know, tighten finances because, you know, everybody's, you know, finances suck right now. Um, shit's expensive. And so we're trying to do things, you know, meal planning a lot more, which we've done in the past where, you know, we'd make a menu for the week. So we know what the fuck we're making for dinner and lunches and all that shit so that we can buy groceries smarter, not just buy a bunch of groceries. And then, okay, what are we going to have tonight? Well, um, we have this and we have that and like, no, let's, let's make a menu, buy groceries to make sure we have the supplies for the dinner menu and lunches and stuff and be more responsible. And along with that goes making things like, uh, like just meal planning, like, Hey, let's make sure we have this. Um, let's make sure like breakfast planning because so often the boys just struggle to get up in the morning and it's you know grab a thing on the way out the door and they're actually not big on pop tarts and they got kind of burnt out on like ego waffles and things like that and recently i've started making french toast just because i seen i i okay in the big battle of pancakes versus waffles i choose french toast and i i've 
have gotten pretty good at making French toast and I like my French toast. But one of the other things, what can make French toast better? Fresh bread. And I don't mean like, oh my God, fresh bread, like make your own damn bread. And we make our own bread around here just for fun. So I decided, you know what? Let's, you know, take our financial responsibility and meal planning and all that and uh, needing quick breakfast for boys. And I'm going to make bread, make a fresh loaf of bread, and then take that fresh loaf of bread that I just made and turn it into fresh toast. And so I'd make a bunch of French toast for the boys, for them to be able to just grab and go breakfast, just have like, you know, a big in the freezer, just have a big stack of French toast ready to go. They can throw them in the toaster or in a microwave or whatever and, and grab and go, ta-da. And they're like, hey, you know what? Fucking good idea. And it's really good, especially with fresh made, you know, fresh made bread that I did myself. But that means that I had to get up extra early to make bread because it takes about three hours. It, we have a bread machine. It's, I'm, I'm not being a psychopath and kneading bread dough and rolling bread and all that shit early in the morning. But it did mean having to get up extra early on a day where I'd normally try and sleep in to make bread so that it would be ready around midday so that I could, so it's cooled down so that I can dry it because you do want dry bread for French toast and so I can dry it so I can French toast the bread so that, you know, we have the next day we have lots of French toast ready for breakfast and stuff. So it's, it's a process. I mean, I, yes, I could be lazy and I could just, you know, go buy a loaf of bread and make French toast and make a shit ton of French toast. Yeah, fine. But, you know, I'm trying to be financially responsible and using shit we already have. And I've already got all the stuff to just make bread. So why don't I just make the bread instead of buy it? Anyway, doing all that and all of that going on and okay, well, let's make bread and make French toast and we're going to meal prep and meal plan and make a menu and do all this stuff. And my wife and I managed to sit there and make the dinner menu for the next two weeks. And I've already started building our grocery list around making sure we have all the supplies we need for the next two weeks of dinners. Being responsible. Yeah. Well, again, being responsible and trying to get shit done and, you know, trying to, uh, to save money here and there. One of the big things that's fucking expensive is, you know, that storage unit that we had to get as part of the garage renovations, because it's like, Hey, take all the shit out of the garage, stick it in our storage unit, and then do the garage renovation stuff, put up all these shelves so that we can get all that shit off the floor. And then all that shit's been sitting there since the summer and, you know, storage units get expensive after six, eight months or whatever it's been. So we really need to, you know, get rid of it. <laughs> so this weekend, I officially started putting shelves up in the garage. And I think I mentioned that I already built my workbench, which was kind of my first step was I need to build the workbench because it does need to get placed and worked around and some of the, it helped building shelves and things like that. So that is the first, that was the first step. I built the workbench. Yes, I've got to buy a new um, slide track for one of the drawers. Oh, well, um, but I, I built my bench. I can place it where I need to. I And now I have officially hung up the very first of my hanging shelves for the garage to have hanging shelves, which I'm, the goal is have hanging shelves lining the entire garage. That's the goal. And I've got like 
16, 20 some odd feet. I think I've got three eight foot shelves, I think. Um, it might actually be 16 foot shelves. I'm not 100% sure. I've got a lot of boxes of shelf stuff out there and I've got to get them all hang up. But I got the very first shelf hung up this weekend and holy crap. It wasn't that it was hard, hard, but I probably, okay, I know I fought for about two hours in that garage just trying to find the ceiling joists in the garage to be able to bolt these hanging shelves to. And I know some of you that are a little more technically inclined are going to be like, like, what's so hard? You go up in the garage, you look in the attic space, and you see what where the joists are. Well, here's the problem. This house does not have attic access in the garage like most do. My attic access is in the hallway. And that's actually it. That's the only place there is. And so that means <laughs> that in order for me to find out what direction the ceiling joists are going in the garage, I would have to go all the way to the front hallway and meander my ass all the way across the house in the attic space. No, thank you. And, and go over there and figure that shit out. Or I can use my stud finder and knock on the ceiling for about two hours and sit there and find it. So that's what I did between stud finders, like three different types of stud finders. I was able to map out where the ceiling joists were in the garage. The problem is the one that I needed to be in a place was not there. I was trying to put this ceiling rack in the corner. There was not a joist in the ceiling in the corner up against the wall where I wanted this to be, which then meant that, and on top of that, the ceiling joist actually ran the opposite direction from the direction I needed them to be to hang this shelf the way I wanted it to. Mildly annoying. I may not have that problem with the other shelves because they're a different type of shelf. But as it is right now, that happened with that shelf, which sucked. And so that means that those shelves can't be, couldn't be hung the way I wanted to. But I fought for like two hours hunting around, trying to find like drilling holes and pop, like doing test holes and pilot holes and all these different things, trying to find a place and a way to build and attach these shelves to the walls or to the ceiling or to whatever so that I could build these damn shelves and so I could put this together there the way I wanted to and have it. Like My goal was to, because this is a smaller shelf than the other ones, my goal was to have this shelf sit over the door in the garage. Unfortunately, because I couldn't place things the way I wanted to, it's now sitting about two feet out from the door. And so it's kind of just, you know, hanging there. And it's a little awkward of a place. I'm sure I could hang it. And that's the thing is I could hang it along. It's hanging along one wall. It's not hanging along the wall that I wanted to hang it on. That's the problem. But I've done it. I've hung a shelf. I've got at least three more to hang. And I've got to bring shit back from storage and get stuff up on shelves. And I do still want to make 
wall shelves, but that's a further down the line thing that requires a lot more work directly. Right now, I just want to get these things up and get shit off the floor. That's the big thing is get the rest of these shelves hung up and then get them, get everything back in the garage up on shelves and out of the way and not taking up space and money in a storage unit. (laughs) Because fuck things, things are expensive. We had it. I forgot that we got that thing on a discount. It was like first six months, like half off or 30% off or whatever the hell it was. And we've done used up all that time. And so now we're paying a, a considerably, considerable, considerably larger amount than we want to be paying for the storage unit. So I really need to bust ass and get the rest of these damn shelves hung up. Ah, but, you know. Okay, so that's this was all one day, mind you. The French toast thing and the garage thing, all one day. Plus, you know, we got grocery shopping and we got laundry and garden work to do. And, you know, and I was just as productive the next day because I have, again, you know, there's always laundry to do around the house. There's always garage work. I've been trying to get the garage cleaned up because, I mean, there's, Still always there's boxes because, well, I built a bench. I've had to build some bookshelves recently. I've got uh, cameras to hang because we've got a camera for the backyard so that we can keep an eye on the boys in the backyard and things like that and see if anybody, you know, anyone messes around in the backyard. So we got a security camera for the backyard. Uh, I've still got to go out and mount that thing outside. You know, things like that. I've got all this shit to do. And on top of all of that, we've still got Christmas presents. We've still got Christmas concerts at school. The boys have, like, I've got two of the boys are homesick right now. Um, they've kind of all been rotating around. They might actually be allergy related. We're not sure. But we've got boys, you know, kind of rotating around this funk they've been in which really interferes with trying to get stuff done because, you know, when you got to take care of your kids instead of shuffling them off to school so you can get stuff done, it limits what you can get done, which kind of sucks. But, I mean, it's, it's you know, the way it is, you know, being a parent and all, sometimes you got to take care of your kids and, you know, make sure they're not sick or dying or anything. And so, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it is part of, it is what it is, you know, parenthood, taking care of your kids and doing shit and stuff. But yeah, I've just, but I've just been fucking beat. And on top of all of that, I was trying to get the truck fixed, not fixed. It's, it runs, you know, by now the truck runs, but I have that little problem with the air conditioner where it's only blowing on the defrost setting, like, you know, where the air just comes out on the windshield. And I thought I knew what the part, what the problem was. And so I bought a replacement part for that. Go in today, fix that or replace that part. Didn't fix anything. So that means that I basically, you know, bought the part and spent the time placing it for nothing. Then, so now I've got to go still hunt down the, the correct problem so that maybe it fixes this issue. And hopefully I think, I have a few, you know, watched a few YouTube videos because that's how I've learned so much about fixing this truck. But I've watched a few videos that that are giving me some hints of where to look 
to maybe fix this problem. Hopefully it'll work. Hopefully I'll find the problem on, uh, on in, in one of these places. But again, so much going on. I mean, by the time you're hearing this, we will be celebrating Yule. Uh, Christmas is on Sunday. It's New Year's is next week. My birthday is next week. It's it's so busy. And I, I considered making this like a Christmas episode or holiday episode or a, a whatever episode you want it to be for this time of year. But I'm like, uh, that would require pre-planning. And I don't have pre-planning. I've, I've somewhat pre-planned. I had some news pulled up. And then I sat down to record the other night. And I couldn't find my news. And I couldn't. I was like, I know. I pulled a bunch of news stories and a bunch of shit. And I'm like, where the fuck is the news? And my wife came in here. And I was like, well, shit, I can't find anything. And she's like, I know I saw it. And she opens up because I, I stick all of my news stories and everything I find in our OneNote. We use the OneNote app. And that's where our grocery list is, everything. We keep everything in OneNote. It's just easy for us to share. Um, and so she opens up OneNote and she's like, there it is, right there. It's like, right there in the like recent stuff. She sees it all there. I'm like, why do you have it? And I don't. I'm opening up my file and I go into my podcast stuff and I go to my news tab and I'm like, it's not there. Where it's, there's my news tab. It's not there. And she's like, it's not in your news tab. It's in your quick tab. And so for whatever reason, when I tried to save it to my news folder, like I do for everything else, it didn't go there right. And so I thought sitting here like a dumbass thinking I can't, I don't have any of my news and all of my news disappeared, but I didn't, I just lost it because I'm a dumbass. Uh, But before I get to the news, I'm going to do something I haven't normally, I haven't done before. I'm going to do a food thing. I'm going to do a taste test of a drink because when I was shopping this week, I don't know why, but uh, the grocery store gave me a free box of, I don't know if you've seen these out in the wild. They were around for a little while, and I think they just gave it to me to get rid of the damn things of the Dream World Coca-Cola. It was like a baby blue can. It's got like ladders and weird. It's it's weird. It's the, it says dream flavored. I, I, I don't know what dreams taste like, but we're going to find out together. So this is. Like basically room temperature, so we're gonna see. So we're gonna we're gonna open this thing up. So let's see. All right. Okay, this smells kind of fun. I've heard it's it it's like a bubblegum flavor or something like a bubblegum or cotton candy. I'm I'm kind of smelling that. So let's see. I'm kind of smelling bubblegum. Let's let's try this. That is not good. Like, at all. Yeah, I, I can understand why nobody bought that. Holy shit, that's nasty. Blech. Okay, I should say, to begin with, I don't like Coke. Like, as a brand, as a soda, I'm not a fan of Coca-Cola. This is like, 
Okay, my favorite energy drink is NOS. I prefer black cherry NOS. That is my favorite energy drink. Um, I like regular NOS. It's fine. This tastes like you mixed a little bit of regular NOS with a, a hot Coca-Cola. Maybe this would taste better on ice, but I don't have ice with me right now. But it's like a hot Coke with a splash of NOS and like bubble gum cough syrup. It, it's got a little bit of a bubblegummy flavor and there's some kind of a, a passion fruit sort of fruity something going on in the background and that Coke flavor in the front. And the thing about warm Coke is warm Coke is not good. So I'm sure this needs to be on ice, but even with that, all that going on, not good. Very not good. <laughs> Bleh. That, that, that was nasty. Bleh. I, uh, yeah, no. Zero out of ten. Would not recommend. I'm glad they, they decided against this shit. Nobody, that's probably why they gave it to me. Nobody fucking bought it. Like, one or two people bought it, said it was ass, and they said, fuck this shit. I'm out. And they couldn't sell another damn can, so they, they just started giving the boxes away to customers because nobody would buying it, and Coke didn't want it back. I mean, Coke didn't even want it back. I bet that's what happened. Coke wouldn't even take the shit back. They're like, no, get rid of it. I, we don't even care. Throw it away. So they threw it away at me. But yeah, Dream World Coca-Cola, utter garbage. Fuck that shit. I'm out. You know something that just occurred to me? I was about to drop a promo in here like I used to, like I had done for many years. And I opened up my promos folder and saw that almost every promo that I have is either a show that I no longer listen to or is no longer in production. I've got 60 some odd promos in my folder and almost none of these shows are still around, at least in the format that they were. My promos are so old, I could not in good conscience actually play any of them. So if you are a podcaster who has a promo for your show, which is an increasingly small and, and rare thing, send it to me. Show at odddadoppodcast.com. Say promos. I will play it. No, no charge. No trade unless you want something you know you want me to send you one whatever i don't care send me a promo i want promos i want to play some stuff i want to promote other podcasts like i used to that was always such a big thing on this show me promoting other podcasts i need to get back to that i want to do that again send me your promos if you have one whatever yeah do it now All right, all right, all right. It is time for the news. And it's a busy news day. Okay, I've had two weeks to build stories. So let's start with one that's actually local to me, courtesy of Fox 10 Phoenix. Suspicious looking passenger causes HOV driver to be cited. So if you aren't familiar, the HOV lanes in Arizona, uh, also the high occupancy vehicle, it's, it's the carpool lane. Um, someone got pulled over driving on the I-10 with a blow-up Grinch doll. 
in their passenger seat to try and get away with using the the carpool lane. Uh, it really people it's it's really not that much better using the the carpool lane around here. It really isn't. And and it's only certain hours of the day and during those hours the traffic sucks anyway. You're you're screwed no matter what. I don't even like using the HOV lane because everyone that drives in there is an asshole. You really want to be driving like everybody in the fucking HOV lane drives like an asshole. Why do you want to sit there and like you're going to drive like an asshole no matter where you are. Just leave the Grinch at home. <laughs> really, it, it's, it's like one of the dumbest things. Like if you're going to fake it, if you're going to use a dummy to get around the carpool lane, really, you're going to you got to use something that at least looks human. And I realized that the blow up sex doll thing has been done to death. It's 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 practically a trope at this point. But I'm pretty sure nobody's gonna believe that the inflatable green guy in your front seat is actually a passenger. You'd be better off if you put a car seat with a baby doll in the back, or even just like a bunch of baby dolls in the back seat buckled in. Those would look more convincing than a big green Grinch, you fucking idiot. Ah, moving from a dumbass in Phoenix to what the fuck Korea. Did you know that uh, Korea does not calculate age the way most places in the world do? I did not know this, but apparently South Korea is going to switch to the basically world standard method for calculating age. Up till this point, they had a method of aging. Okay, so I, I've got to I've got to explain this. I've got to read this because it's it's kind of it's complicated and weird. And so basically, they are switching to the standard. This is your birthday. The day you were born is your birthday, and you get a year from that date on. So you've been alive for a year. You're one. You've been alive for two years on that date. You're two. So the old way they would do it was the day you're born, you are one year old. And you then become, you get another year on January 1st. I wonder how that works for me because my birthday is December 30th. Buy me something. No. Um, so my birthday is December 30th. So if my, if I'm born and I'm one year old, two days later, I would theoretically be two years old. I'd be two days old and two years old at the same time by their, their calculations. So, hmm. But this was their traditional way of calculating age. And they've decided because it creates conflict with like it, it makes it difficult with the rest of the world <laughs> and it i guess it it can it contradicts the way they calc- they need to calculate age for uh military service and drinking alcohol and smoking and all these things and because they actually calculate that age based on your actual birth date and years alive like the rest of the world 
for the most part, the rest of the world does. I'm sure there are other countries that have their own traditional ways of calculating age, but I don't know those right now. So we're just going to go with the, it is the generally agreed upon way of calculating age. But yeah, so they use that for things like cigarettes and alcohol and military service. And they're like, well, this complicates things. So now they're just going to say, you know what? We're switching. We're going to go with a standard world, basically world standard age calculation. So, hey, everybody, you're not as old as you think you are. And we're going to adjust all your... So everybody's losing a year or two of age because they're going to adjust, which is kind of weird. It's like spend your whole life and like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm I'm 45 or like, oh, I'm, I'm 55. I, I get retirement and then they adjust your age and, oh, I'm actually 53. I have to work for two more years to get my retirement. Bummer. Um, I could, that could happen. I mean, granted, I'm, I'm, I'm juxtapositioning South Korean age calculations with American traditional retirement age, which let's be fair. Almost nobody retires at 55 anymore, but still, um, yeah, I think that that's the age when you can collect AARP benefits and stuff like that. (laughs) But yeah, that's such a weird thing. I, I, it's not something I ever thought about, like that there are countries that just straight up calculate. I can't fathom calculating your age other than your birthday plus the time you've been alive. It's so it is. And like, I understand it's, it's a traditional old school way that they do it. And it's their, you know, ancient tradition that that's how they do it. But it's such a weird concept of calculating your age any way other than just how long have you actually been alive on this planet? Kind of weird. Moving on. And no, it's just a weird one. I, I, that was like just so interesting. Huh. Um, <laughs> do we want to talk about the people that are suing Fortnite? I don't know. There's a couple of things going on with Fortnite because there is a whole group of people who are suing Fortnite. There is a, a Canadian class action lawsuit going on and they are suing Epic Games, the creator, uh, is that they deliberately designed the game to be addictive and neglected to inform their players of the associated risks. So they're basically suing the creator of Fortnite because people are becoming addicted to the game. And video game addiction is a tough thing to, to really argue and to prove in general. But is it not the point of like every video game not to become addictive but to make you want to continue playing it i know i could play skyrim for hours and hours and hours and hours for a long time without stopping and i will openly admit there was a point where i played skyrim until five in the morning and that was dumb (laughs) and i know i will get lost playing breath of the wild for hours on end and my wife will come out of the office on a break and a lunch break and just glare at me because I've been playing breath of the wild across multiple breaks through her work day. <laughs> and she's like, are you going to make lunch anytime? Can we eat? I'm hungry. You know, what do we do? 
And then she'll just stare at me because I'm sitting there making food on, on Zelda and I'm not making food in our kitchen. But, you know, and I'm not getting anything done. I also haven't, I haven't played it in a while, but it's kind of the point of video games to make you want to play more. Now, they are saying that uh, extensive playing of Fortnite can cause uh, addiction symptoms like migraines and back pain, lack of basic hygiene, trouble sleeping, and significant social problems. No. These are symptoms of being chronic gamers. It doesn't matter. Fortnite is just their thing right now. Again, I would sit there and play Zelda until I would get headaches from staring at the screen too long. Because the and I I don't get migraines. I don't really get headaches, but I do have motion sensitivity issues. There are a lot of video games I can't play because they give they make me dizzy. These are almost probably chalk it up to something like vertigo. Um, yeah, no, I, I also won't play. I won't play Fortnite for that reason. Actually, it'd probably give me motion sickness like a bitch. I can't do most first person anything. Um, but yeah, really like you're not, I really don't think they're going to win this. Maybe. I mean, it's in Canada. I don't know how the laws are in Canada when it comes to this, but I'm looking at this and I'm like, really, you're going to sue Fortnite for being an addictive video game. It's a really it, it it's a stretch. It's really a stretch. I mean, again, Canadian court. So maybe maybe they'll get somewhere with it. But seriously, suing Fortnite at the same time, Fortnite and Epic Games just had to pay like five hundred million dollars or something to settle uh, accusations from the SEC for violating COPPA uh, rules. If you aren't familiar, that's basically the child protection laws that destroyed monetization on youtube a few years back because they put in there's so many they're basically child safety and protection rules and a lot of it says you can't collect uh personal information on anybody under the age of 13 you cannot market directly to anybody under the age of 13 um there's a lot of there's a lot of what you can and can't do when it comes to marketing and um, things like, I think the way this particular lawsuit and these, these accusations went had to do with the microtransactions and things like that in Fortnite, where you'd have to buy upgrades and buy all this stuff. And the argument going that kids this young who did have in private information, things like that, that were collected because they were making purchases. These kids did not know what they were doing and making these purchases. And so they were making all of these in-game purchases, not knowing these were real money. And they're making, you know, they're having to spend real, their parents' real money to buy things in this game. And that in their private information and things like that, they were marketed to and, and, and things like that. And the way they did it and saying basically that they manipulated these kids to get them to buy stuff in the game so they could make a ton of money. And so they got this like 500 some odd million dollar fine that they just had to pay for this. And I think it's something that's going to the SEC. It's not like it's an, a regular lawsuit where a bunch of people are going to get paid out. I think it's all going to the government. So, you know, fuck them. But yeah, seriously. Speaking of uh, video games and dumb shit costing a lot of money. 
The European Union spent $400,000. $400,000 on a metaverse party. If you are not familiar with the metaverse, that's like the big virtual world that is run and mostly operates via Facebook. If you aren't aware, Meta is the parent company of Facebook. So their big thing is the metaverse. Ah, Fucking dumbasses. Anyway, (laughs) I love that in the article it says, is it just me or is this whole metaverse thing kind of lame? And I will say, sorry, John from uh, Brand X and and the Bullhorn and whatever and and Boomer Bunker and whatever the fuck he's calling all of his goddamn shows because he does too many of them. Um, Yes, the metaverse is lame, John. But uh, he, he plays virtual poker in there. I got to give him shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they spent $400,000 to hold this big party in the metaverse. It's like second life or whatever of that's basically, if you're familiar with second life, big, uh, fancy, uh, uh, virtual world party. That had all of six people attending. Yeah. $400,000 for the UN and the European Union. This is, and that's including the random journalist that logged in just to see if anybody else was there. Yeah. $400,000 for six people. Ah. Government, fuck! Stop giving the government your money. Stop letting the government have a fucking free fucking uh, blank checkbook. Seriously, doesn't matter what country you're in. Your government's fucking with your money and doing dumb shit. That is it. That is the thing. The government is doing dumb shit with your money wherever you live. Fucking, I'm I'm willing to bet the U.S. government did some dumb shit like this too. Granted, they blow dumb fucking money like crazy and spend millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars that ought not be spent on different shit on some irresponsible shit. And there's just so many things that you could say about the financial mismanagement of the U.S. government. But yeah, no government, really. European Union. Wow, I can't say European Union, apparently. The European Union, um, I don't care what fucking country, wherever you are, willing to bet your government sucks at spending uh, tax money. Your government sucks at spending money and they're fiscally irresponsible. Yeah, because it's a government. That's just what they are. I think that's just the job of the government in any government in the world. Be fiscally irresponsible, you dumb fucks. <laughs> ah, holy shit. One more. And I feel bad for this guy. Kinda. I, I I said, did I say, I don't know if I ever actually said that I was going to try and avoid death stories. Because I do feel like it's a little poor taste to make fun of how somebody dies. But, you know... It's kind of also funny. Or uh, funny is probably not the best word. Anyway, foundry worker. (laughs) 
dies on his ninth day on the job after falling into a vat of molten iron. Ah. I'm sorry, but you fell into a vat of molten... You knew it was hot. You're working in a foundry. Everything's hot. But, apparently, uh, investigators say inadequate safety protections may be to blame for his death. And the uh, foundry operator, it says Caterpillar, and I, I believe this is Caterpillar, like the uh, the big bulldozers and, and that those guys, Caterpillar, entirely possible. Or it could be somebody entirely different, but whatever. Uh, but a Caterpillar foundry, the, they're expected to have a fine of about $145,000 for safety violations. The worker was immediately incinerated in the accident, which occurred in June. So I guess this is just coming out now because the investigation is over and now the fines are going out. So yeah, uh, OSHA, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, for those of you who don't know what OSHA is, or those of you who live in other countries, holy crap, I just had to cough and I took a drink of that damn Dream World Coke just as a reflex. I think it's got like a berry flavor to it still. Yeah, it's like a berry Coke with shitty bubblegum cough syrup. Anyway, ah, now I'm, I'm, ah, I, I feel like I need to stop and go get a better drink just so I don't accidentally drink more of this garbage. Ah, but yeah, guy, ninth day of work, falls in a fucking vat of iron and is incinerated instantly and yeah <laughs> wow i i sorry <laughs> i i just can't believe didn't even make it two weeks that to say um safety protocols were like they're not it's a really short article it doesn't get into a lot of details other than saying it, it, the article really has more to do with the OSHA violations and the basically that the the foundry is, you know, they're facing all these fines from OSHA and from the Department of Labor and all these stuff. Like, anybody else want to know what, like, that looks like? And I don't mean like, oh, what does it look like when you fall in? A, a vat of molten iron, but more of in, in this case, I have like the movie and cartoon image of what this would look like. So on one hand, it's like Terminator two, where, you know, the T-1000 falls into the molten metal or whatever it was in that movie and is splashing around like a kiddie pool and, and all that. And at the same time, you also have where Arnold Schwarzenegger gets lowered into the vat of molten metal and he just goes and and melts and fizzles out into nothing with a big thumbs up because he's cool. But also, you have like the cartoon thing. So you're thinking, okay, he fell into the metal and then they dumped it out and there was just like a statue of dude there. Is is that what, which of these is right? Which, <laughs> I'm trying to make jokes here. I know this is a terrible situation, 
but I have no way out of this story other than making dumb jokes. I really don't because I don't want to be too damn serious about it. Like, yes, it's a death story, but it's a weird death story. And it's like, I don't know. I, I have no way of getting out of this story. Holy shit. Ah, somebody saw it with a sound effect. Save me. Ah, sorry. I had to get out of there somehow. <laughs> Oh, you know that noise. That noise means it's time for the jackass of the week. Well, I didn't pick one because me being able to sit down and do this today was kind of out of nowhere. And I don't think I, I could, in all fairness, assign. Uh, I couldn't declare. You know what? If I'm going to say I, I have a jackass of the week this week, I'm going to give it to the European Union and the $400 million. I'm going to say $400,000 on a party for six fucking people in the metaverse. You're a bunch of fucking jackasses because governments waste money there. Government wasting money, jackass of this week. But that brings me to the poll from the last episode. And I've got to agree. Thank you, by the way, to everybody who participated in the Oddballs Facebook group and the poll that I had up there. Uh, I, I have to agree with the, with the results. I, I was leaning this way already, but the winner of the last episode's Jackass of the Week goes to... Uh, I don't know if you can hear that. The French scientists unthawing zombie viruses because you fucking dumbasses. Why are you trying to infect the entire world with zombie viruses, you dumb fucks? Yeah, I agree. Don't be dumbasses. We don't need another panorama on our hands right now with like 50,000 year old zombie viruses from Siberia, you dumb fucks. Yeah. <laughs> governments, fucking governments. Because I can guarantee you these dumb fucks in France who are unthawing zombie viruses from Siberia have government funding. Because don't all scientists have fucking government funding? That's really how it comes down to. The government's just like fucking spending money on bullshit. And they're going to kill us all up until the point where they're losing tax revenue. That's it. The government doesn't care about you or me or anybody. I don't know why I'm doing this. Okay. It's half a bit, half come on. You know I'm right. <laughs> man, the government's out to get us, man. They don't care about us, man. I don't I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I think I'm the jackass of the week just for that bit. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Recommended listening. I really need to make a new sound for that because I haven't done a recommended listening like a traditional recommended listening segment in a long time. I have a few, but I haven't done one in a long time. I feel like I really need a new sound for that. But since I don't, we're talking about movies today because Black Adam just dropped on HBO Max and I watched it. And I can understand exactly why the reviews were generally. So I, I understand why the reviews for this movie were what they were. Um, generally, the critics response was bad. And the fan response was positive. And the reason for that being it's a superhero movie. And generally speaking, general superhero movie audiences just want enough of a story to explain what the fuck is going on, the characters to be interesting enough that you don't get bored with them, and enough action 
that you don't get bored with it. And generally speaking, Black Adam has that. And when I say it has that, it has that in the minimum levels. It has just enough story to explain what the fuck's going on. Now, I'm going to say, that story does not make any sense. It's bullshit. And it's bullshit because if you are familiar with the comics at all, and yes, I realize not everybody's familiar with the comics. Apparently, Dwayne Johnson is not actually familiar with the comics because he completely fucked it. But that aside, there's just enough story to explain what the fuck's going on. And some of the characters are fun and interesting and also not. Um, I will agree. Pierce Brosnan makes the movie. He is probably one of the best parts of that movie. He does a great job as Dr. Fate. And it is a character that most people, general movie going public, are not familiar with Dr. Fate. And I will say they straight up ripped off a few scenes and, and action sequences and things that Dr. Fate does from the Dr. Strange movies. Now, at the same time, Dr. Fate does have a power set that is similar to and action similar to Dr. Strange. I could not tell you which one came first. I'm not a historian in comics, but there is definitely some overlap in the characters. There's also a lot of overlap in a lot of characters in comic books. So, you know, that's the thing. Marvel and DC pirated the shit out of each other back in the day. Um, that aside, it's a good movie. I mean, it's okay. Um, would I watch it again? Uh, if somebody else is watching it, I wouldn't change the channel or click away. Maybe I wouldn't make them change it or turn it off or switch to something else. But I'd probably watch Wednesday again before I would actively search out a Black Adam to watch again. It was okay. Lots of good action sequences. I'll give them that. There are action sequences upon action sequences. It looks great for the most part. Um, I will say Adam Smasher is a completely useless character. He's there for a couple of cheap gags. They could have done the entire movie without him. Uh, Cyclone, also mostly unnecessary. I understand why they put them in there. They needed more than just Hawkman and Dr. Fate. They needed, but they basically put them on there for the same explanation that they put them on there in the movie. They're just a couple of rookie superheroes who are there to, they're, they're cannon fodder, basically. They're really just there, like, there's kind of a romance going on between them. Looks like Adam Smasher has a crush on Cyclone. She's cute. She's smart. Okay, great. Their little side romance thing going on, uh, completely unnecessary. Um, the story of Black Adam and how he got his powers, completely pointless, completely bullshit. Again, look at the comics. It's bullshit. Um, and the all of the drama around that movie Never mind that that movie came out, it underperformed, and then Black uh, Black Panther 2 came out and basically killed any momentum they might have had. So it doesn't matter how good of a start they had. I think uh, Black Panther 2 came out like three, four weeks later. 
And it doesn't matter. Nobody is going to be watching Black Adam when Wakanda Forever is in theaters. They're going to go see that. It's sorry, Marvel is going to beat you every time. And neither of them per- performed particularly well, big picture. But um, now, with all of the Henry Cavill fired from DC again drama and the this is all Rock's fault uh, drama and the rumors that um, The Rock and his team leaked uh, fake financial documents to the media to make it look like the, mo- the movie was making money instead of apparently losing millions and millions and millions of dollars. I've heard anywhere from like 50 to 100 million dollars that this movie lost because it's just a big, you know, visual effects superhero spectacle. And it's really hard to make those kind of budgets back right now. But again, it was okay. It was cheesy. The writing was cheesy. Um, they, they really kind of did the, it, it, it plays up, especially early on where, you know, he wakes up, he's been asleep for 5,000 years or whatever. And it, it very much, it's almost like Terminator 2, where you've got the kid who's teaching him about modern times and things like that. And it's a dumb bit where he's, the kid's trying to make, it, it's very much like it should, to a certain degree, follows along a lot of the plot points of Shazam. Because if you don't know, Black Adam is basically evil Shazam, or Captain Marvel, if you're actually familiar with the comics. The whole thing, not getting into it right now. But um, Black Adam is the arch nemesis of Shazam. He is evil Shazam. He was given the powers. He used them for evil. Shazam used them for good. That's the gist of it. It's more complex than that, but that's that's what you need to know. Well, uh, Dwayne Johnson didn't like the idea of he wanted to play back Black Adam. And I feel like he didn't even know who the character actually was. He didn't know much about him other than this, this like what he looked like. And because I don't think he knew that he was the bad guy. I don't think he knew that he was a villain. And I don't think he knew that he was the villain to a character who already had a movie because they asked him to do a cameo in both the original Shazam and in the upcoming Shazam sequel, and he refused. It wasn't like a, uh, no, I'd rather not. It was a, no, I only play in the big leagues. Like, well, look, dickhead, this movie is your origin story. You are his nemesis. You're supposed to be in his fucking movie. You are the bad guy. You don't have to exist. His movie, you don't, your your movies can't exist outside of each other. They're, they did that same shit with Spider-Man and Venom. They made a Venom that exists outside of Spider-Man. Venom cannot exist as he does in that movie without Spider-Man. Sorry. Yes, I'm getting my, my comic nerd on. I'm sorry. But anyway, back to the movie. Uh, again, good action sequences. The writing is cheesy. I mean, it's a comic book movie. It's really cheesy. Um, the kid, one thing that drove me absolutely fucking bonkers in this movie, and I, I and as I've gotten older, it is something that bugs me even more and more and more about movies, is bad ADR. I really hate 
bad ADR in movies. And when it's bad, it's really bad. Like overdubbing of Godzilla movies, English dubs, uh, bad. And that's what this is. The kid in this movie, you could not ever convince me that that is what he sounds like. Period. It is awful. This kid, every line this kid has is bad ADR. I'm willing to believe this kid doesn't speak English. The ADR is so bad. Like, the whole thing is supposed to be taking place in a, a mythical, in, in a fictional a Middle Eastern city. City, country thing. They're never really clear about that. They make it out like it's a, a country, but it's basically just this city. It's weird. But anyway, the way this kid sounds, every line he delivers sounds like it's being overdubbed by a completely different person. It doesn't sound like his voice. The tonality, the pitch doesn't look like he's actually saying it. It is the worst ADR job I've seen in a movie in decades. The last time I could see an ADR job that was this week was the Lost in Space movie. And that just as much played to the this kid was emotionless. And that was a whole other thing. That movie had so many problems with it. But looking back on it, I think bad ADR is another one of them. But that's another movie review for another day that I'm probably never going to do. But seriously, of all the things in this movie, that drove me nuts. Because it looked shitty. Because it sounded shitty. This is a hundred something million dollar movie produced by Warner Brothers and DC Comics, and they fucking have some shit ass ADR. And if you don't know, that's where they re record uh, voices and things because when they record it during the movie, it's like on, on set, it, you know, you've got background noise, you got all this other shit. So they re record the vocals and the, and the speech and everything in a studio and overlay it and then match and all this. They do lots of, of uh, audio magic to make it sound like they are in the place they are when they're actually in a studio. Um, for reference, there's lots of cool videos of Hugh Jackman doing the ADR for the Wolverine movies and watching him do the ADR and re-recording grunts and screams and things for action sequences is really fun to watch. Um, nevertheless, the ADR in this movie bullshit especially for the kid and i'm just like they didn't even use the same goddamn kid he sounds like ass again you would think as bad as the adr is for this kid again not trying to sound rude or anything but i would i would not be surprised if the kid they used did not speak english that's how bad the adr is like they just had some fucking kid mouthing words and then they recorded over it that's how bad it looks again Godzilla movie overdubs. That's what it looks like. It sounds like that. The delivery of lines and all the bullshit. It's like, oh my God, it's so terrible. And it honestly took me out of the movie. Everything else. Pierce Brosnan and Dr. Fate. Great. Rock is being Rock. Rock is, that's the problem with Rock. He's he's not an actor. He plays the Rock, whatever the fuck he's doing. He's the Rock. It's like Will Smith. Will Smith plays Will Smith. The Rock plays the Rock. That's what he is. He's the Rock in different situations. This time it's the Rock with lightning bolt on his chest and and mythical Egyptian god powers. That's it. 
and, and, you know, daddy issues. That's it. That's who he is in this movie. He's still the rock. And unfortunately, it really doesn't make for a great movie. Is it fun? And, and it's, you know, dumb, fun, actiony superhero bullshit. Yes. That's it. It is mindless superhero bullshit. It's fun to watch once. You're not going to remember it. You're not going to look back fondly on this movie. It's a bunch of bullshit. Um, two stars, if I had to. <laughs> uh, it gets more stars than this fucking Coke. I'll, I'll give it that. I'll, I'll, I will rate back Black Adam above a Dreamworld Coca-Cola. Barely. Because of the fucking ADR. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I can't believe I did that. All right, I'm getting out of here. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for everybody who participated in the last Jackass of the Week poll. I don't know if I'm going to do any more of those. Didn't get a huge turnaround, and it's a lot of work, so we'll see. But again, you can find all the past episodes, all of the bullshit at odddadoutpodcast.com. You can find me on all the social medias, all of the places. You can reach me, all the ways to contact me right there, odddadoutpodcast.com. You can leave me a message. You can hit me on the social medias. There's a contact page. There's lots of things. Go to the website. Subscribe to the show in your favorite place. Leave me a review if you feel so inclined or just hit me up on the social media places and just tell me shit. I don't need you to post it somewhere fancy. You can just reach out. Or, I don't know, I'm not giving you all the spiel. I'm not telling you all the stuff. I'm just saying, go to the website, check out some stuff. And until next time, oddballs, have a blessed Yule, a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, a I don't know what you say for Kwanzaa or any other holidays around this time of year, but happy all the days to you. And I will see you back here next time i don't know we'll see until then because i've done it already thank you and good night